Hey there, absolutely love and incredibly grateful that you are listening to the podcast. Just want to let you know that if you ever want the video version, because sometimes it helps, it just resonates a little bit differently for you. You can check out my YouTube channel, which is absolutely free. I am sharing tips and experiences there weekly. So if you prefer video, go check it out. Otherwise, I hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to the business of being healthy, where we are passionate about treating our health as good as we treat our wealth. Shelly Bryan here, and I am obsessed with sharing real life experiences and wisdom to help save you time, heartache, and money as you continue to grow personally and professionally. Twice a week, we push aside that BS to take massive intentional action. And I promise by tuning in, you will receive the straightforward talk you've been waiting for, filled with actionable steps that will inspire you to achieve the health and wealth you desire while you are building your empire. Well, welcome back to a very special episode here on the business of being healthy. Um, I am joined by the one and only Chris Bryan. Um, hopefully you guys tune over to uh, YouTube, watch us there as we fumble through this very fun recording. But this is episode 49. So it's a very special episode for me um, in many ways. But probably the most important way is actually getting Chris to join me on this show. So you guys, I this is all because you guys wanted an episode with the both of us talking about like marriage, working together, family, um, all of the things. And so we're just going to kind of spitball here. I appreciate those of you that I posted on my stories, like send me a couple questions for this episode and the questions that came in were so great. So we're definitely going to hit those. Um, but I hope that you guys enjoy this because one of the things that is a major you know, important part of everything that we do is our marriage. And do you remember what it was from our wedding that our pastor said? Uh, About always doing the things that we started to do that keep us together. (laughs) I'm on the right track. (laughs) You're on the right track. So, um, and I've shared this before in other episodes. If you, um, if you have tuned in before, but it is the, the words that came from our pastor's mouth were, don't ever stop doing the things that brought you two together. And I think that we have definitely lived true to that. Um, there's been times in just our career and our 18 year marriage that, you know, it's definitely waned, but then come back. And right now, as we're working together, with our general contracting business, I feel like it's becoming more and more aligned. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I agree with that. Okay. So um, I thought I would start off, you know, obviously we've worked together in the past. Um, It was really kind of actually a pretty stressful situation. Um, I decided to start or buy into a franchise, Mm -hmm. um, a restaurant that I had no business doing, that we'll save that talk for another episode. But one of the things that I think we found out during that experience while it was stressful um, was how complementary our skills are. Yeah, I agree with that. We definitely figured out how we can work together and where our strengths were and where weaknesses were. Yeah. I mean, one of the things for me was like financials. You Mm -hmm. know, that's been my goal for 2023 is to really like dive in and understand financials at a much deeper level. Mm -hmm. And I know with like running the restaurant, you know, as far as our labor and our cogs, it was you that really took the lead on that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do enjoy doing that. That's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, um, you know, when you think back to that time, because it was stressful. I mean, it was 20-hour days for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you were also running the construction business at the time, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, what do you think helped us during that time frame? Honestly, I have no idea. I mean, I think that it was, uh, 
it was like a blur, really. Um, we just put our heads down and worked through it, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, we do what we're both good at and just work through it. The one thing I would say that I just don't think that we've ever had, I think our, our, our relationship, the foundation of a relationship is really solid. So I don't think that it wasn't like we were, like that was in a good, that's always been like a solid spot. So like, I don't think it was a question of, how are we still maintaining like a strong relationship during that time? It was just like, that was for both of us. That was like, that's a given. And then we just focused on the other stuff that we need to take care of. Hmm. So that's at least what I feel like. Yeah. You're alone in that. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No, I, I think you're right. Is that sometimes when it's gotten really hard for us, it's like, we didn't have to worry about if we were okay. It was more like, we got to make the business be okay. We got to make sure the kids are good. All of that is fine. Like, we knew we were good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, and just to even, like, step it back for our listeners, just so you guys all understand is, you know, we both come from divorced families. So my parents got divorced at eight. Yours were, you were? Twelve. Twelve. And um, he's the older brother to a younger sister. I was a younger sister to an older brother. Um, so we kind of had, I guess... It's not a unique because divorce is is very common now. Um, And it's easy to see why our parents got divorced for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that experience actually set us up. You know, I think for me, I've, you know, we've talked about this is that I feel like, you know, we learned what not to do. In in a way. Yeah. But I also think that you, you kind of also are who you are. And that is, you know, you learn from your, you have experiences, you learn from them and you learn from watching, obviously, but for a portion of like, you got to think like a port, like 12 years old from 12 years old, let's say you really only remember a couple of years of being that age. I don't think that that necessarily weighs a ton on your future relationship with someone else. Cause that's a choice. Like that is you choose to be a good person or a good partner instead of blaming it on your parents that they that you can't be because of them so i think into a point but mostly i just think that's for my spot that's just who i am so i am i'm very loyal to a a fault sometimes (laughs) and some other business relationships um and that's just who i am well i mean that's part of the reason why i married you kind of (laughs) you know i think it's not necessarily that's that's not what I meant. It was, you know, you know me. I I learn by doing. You learn by researching. So that's like something we've definitely learned about each other is like I need to like do and ask why things happen and and understand the process. You can research and then apply and learn and become an expert incredibly fast. Yeah, but I would like let me jump on that because I definitely have to witness or do I, I can research and I can get an idea of it but the where I've learned the most is actually being in something like being there as a part of it yeah I'm not disagreeing with that I'm not disagreeing with that I don't read I don't learn from reading books <laughs> well no you don't but you learn from like researching watching videos learn reading blogs yeah. forums stuff like that yeah. like that's something I can get that, granular on that yeah you like to do that where I like to go ask an expert and be like show me how mm-hmm. and then I'll do it and learn yeah um but my point in saying that was like watching our parents I know well for me I think it it was definitely impactful because I saw, um, I guess I just saw a different level of commitment or lack of commitment, which made me realize that like marriage for me was going to be very different. Mm. Um, so it was like never an option for us not to succeed. Yeah. And I think that's what you that's mean what by I'm loyal, saying. Yeah. Loyal. That's what I mean. Like this, not like a choice. To yeah. Me. It's not like, Oh, well it's a bad day. And you know, it's time for me to move on. Like it's, that doesn't. Yeah. No, it's just, it's just, that's it. Yeah. No, I gotcha. I know. <laughs> um, you know, and it's like you guys tuning in right now, listening to this, like we're, we're literally, we have the questions that were sent in, but we're literally spitballing this right now because it's just kind of something that I think is really important to share obviously working together, marriage, kids, all of that is incredibly important to us. Um, and we want to make sure that we share 
and hopefully help some other people. Yeah. Um, but when you were talking about like loyal, because you and I have both been loyal to a fault on outside relationships, but our loyalty is actually to each other, like paid off incredible mm-hmm. dividends. And so, you know, for me, like I had a lot of loyalty in the horses and not like, you know, caused just some like challenges financially between us, like different things, because I kind of was almost like a different person over there Mm -hmm. versus like with you or with, um, you know, just business in general. And I feel like while your loyalty to some previous business relationships too didn't work out so Mm -hmm. well, I feel like that's led to actually a lot of our success. Is that, am I far off here? Yeah. No, I mean, like, I I think that uh, everything that we've gone through that we've been through in our lives has got us to the point where (laughs) I feel like we're finally at and we're still continuing to learn. But uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, definitely. I think that you you pick up some scars along the way and you remember, (laughs) don't want to do that again. Yeah. Now, when it comes to like um, us working together now, because it's becoming more and more. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, how do you, like, what was your expectation with me taking more on with the business? <clears throat> Did you have an expectation? I, I didn't know. have an expectation. That's a hard, that's a, we kind of had this conversation the other night. It's a, it was a, it's tough. It's tough working with, at least in, from my perspective, from my side of it, bringing you in and then telling you what to do because that's not going to happen. So I wanted to gradually just hope that you would assume more interest or more of a role in the business. Um, But I didn't also provide any expectations or any guidance. So it kind of created a little bit of a friction in the beginning. I feel like we're kind of working through that right now. Um, So I didn't have any specific expectations. I had hopes. Yeah. And so... And it's funny because I think as we're getting into this more and more, like, I think that I, I think it's the same for me. Like I was like, I had certain expectations on like guidance and you're like, you're smart enough, just figure it out Mm -hmm. and do it. And so we kind of had like different expectations and that's where friction Mm -hmm. I think has risen. But I, I feel like this year specifically, um, when friction has risen, like come up between us, it's like we both kind of like if we need a second or need some time or I'm holding a grudge for a day or something like that. I'm sure my female listeners tuning in can like hold on, you know, feel me on the on the grudge thing. I'm not saying it's a good thing. It's definitely something I'm working on. But like we've come together now, I think in the last two disagreements where I've been like, we want the same thing. Mm-hmm. You're just wanting it one way and I'm thinking of it of a different way. Yeah. Well, that's the challenging part because where I feel like the typical, what at least from my background and where I come from in business, there always has to be, and I'm a strong believer in this, there always has to be, even in a partnership, mm-hmm. there always has to be one leader. You cannot have two leaders. You cannot have two chiefs. It doesn't mean that you can't be owners, but some person and you guys have whoever in the business relationship has to decide who's going to be the main person. Like you're going to make decisions together, but someone has to be the leader Mm -hmm. or no one will be the leader. And in a relationship, when a business relationship, like when you're coming in with, with a spouse, that's a very difficult, especially with someone who is as independent as you are and the things you've done in your professional career to come in. And that's one of the reasons I was hesitant to say like, okay, I'd like you to do this because it's, it's, hard it's very difficult to separate business and personal Mm -hmm. and so it's not something to take lightly i believe Mm -hmm. and it's going to take some time to work through that but that is like i would say something that we have to continually work through is that like you said we are talking speaking about the same thing we're just thinking of two different ways to get there and have being able to have a conversation like that and say that is really important so that we can both realize, okay, yes, we are. I, now I understand your side. You understand my side. We're speaking the same thing, but 
we're not understanding each other. Yeah. So have to come together on that. Yeah. And that's been something um, for me. I mean, you know, you know me. And if you guys have been following me on social media, maybe you know me, maybe you don't. But like, I hope I'm portraying like I'm a pretty strong personality. Um, Would you say? (laughs) Um, He's nodding his head. Yes. Um, And (laughs) I've always found a way to get to yes. Right. When I was in corporate America, I paved ways starting the the franchise the horse business like everything i've just like gone for it Mm -hmm. and um for me when we spoke about me coming into the business like i knew i i was just on another podcast the other day i don't think i shared this with you yet but like i've been eating like humble pie for about i would say a solid 10 months now because i'm like wow there is so much I don't know. And it's actually like been kind of a relief to, to like not be chief. I don't want, I, I'm like, I'm chief of the household. That's cool. I'm chief of the horses. Like I'm chief of like our health. I'm chief of this podcast, but like of the construction business, I don't want to be chief. And so for me, it's, it's been like navigating that with you is like, no, you see me as this chief, but I'm like, no, actually, I don't want to be the chief. I want to be over here. Here's where I'm really good and where I can contribute to the business. And so it's, I know I can feel your hesitation at times in like asking me to do something or what have you. And I, I don't even know if I've told you this yet that I'm like, okay, Shelly, stop waiting for him to do it. Let me just take on, take it on. You know, like when I was like our, all the systems I want to implement in the business, um, not necessarily on the construction site, but behind the scenes, mm-hmm. right? As we're getting ready to grow or scale, like the onboarding systems, you know, mm-hmm. where are we at risk? What insurances do we need or to increase or to have or to do like all this stuff. And I'm almost like, because I'm taking, I'm not chief. I'm like looking to you to be like, yes, it's good. Like, it's okay. Keep going. And I know you're looking to me to be like, just do it. Take mm-hmm. care of it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I don't, you, I'm not very, like a micromanaging type person anyway. At so, yeah. um, and I, first of all, like to back up for a second, I really don't think you give yourself enough credit for how much you actually know and what you've been through. When you said that you've been eating humble pie for 10 months, <laughs> I guess like in some ways I can see that, but I think that in a way you're, you're discounting your experience for some reason. I don't know what, I don't know what it is or why, but you, you shouldn't do that. You've got... You are, like, I mean, some of the, like, people I have to work with on a daily basis, like, you're a million times ahead, but your, like, confidence level is, is a little lower than I would say theirs is. So, like, you... It's... It, thank you. To be um, honest. <laughs> yeah. And you guys see why I love him and why I married him? Um, no, I know. And, you know, we've talked about this, like... In business, I've made some amazing choices. We've made some amazing choices, and we've made some choices that sucked and hurt. And I think for me, it's just been finding... I talk about this all the time, is like finding the areas that I'm confident in. Like, you know, my health, the horses, Mm -hmm. the kids, um being able to market like you told me you're like stop selling stop making connections we can't take any more business like I know I'm good in these things and it's just I feel like transferring that confidence over to this so it's not that I'm like speaking poorly about myself or like eating humble pie I'm eating humble pie because I realize how much I still have to learn I get to learn Mm -hmm. and I want to so I think for me, it's just looking at what we're doing right now from a totally different lens. Yeah. As long as, like, as long as that doesn't prohibit you from taking action, that's the thing. You, like if I had to relate something, I'd relate it to your horses. When you were first learning to ride, 
and you got bucked off or you did something wrong, you didn't go forward then being a humble person and not continuing to do it, knowing that you didn't know what you were doing. You just kept going. And that's what you have to do like in business and in life and in relationships is you're going to get kicked in the teeth. You're going to get beat down. You're going to fall off. And it's okay to be humble about it. You should be humbled about it and figure out how to make yourself better and come back stronger. But it should never prohibit you from putting one foot in front of the other and keep going. Is that what you see in me? I don't see... I see that a little bit lately. I see a little bit mm-hmm. lately. Only only reason... I see it a little bit lately. And I don't know we are going to get into this type of stuff on the podcast. <laughs> Maybe we have a conversation about that after. But <laughs> a little bit. I mean, I see her holding back. Yeah. And I think that's okay. And like, honestly... But granted, it is new. Not to interrupt you, but it is new. You're doing something new and it's okay to be cautious. And there is a learning curve and a steep learning curve in what we do. Um, But you're still like, I still see like, we've been stung a couple times and that's kind of holding you back a little bit. And and I'm not going to disagree with that. Like at all. I I feel like I, I think you're taking the humble pie thing very much to heart and you see me so everyone listening in like this is like real raw that's what this show is about but it's it's about like I think having these conversations and calling me out if I am being humble or being like shy not taking the action yeah um I do think that you and I look at action very differently sometimes though too because like the connections with the people that I'm making you know just like you don't tell me everything that's going on the job site because I don't need to know. Yeah. Right? Every little detail or conversation that you have with a sub. Like, for me, I don't need to tell you about every little thing that I'm doing. No. So, like, no. we're – you're not – and we're going a million miles an hour right now. So, I feel like maybe, like, our definition of action is a little bit different. Yeah. Uh, well – like speaking to everybody out there, like they can make the, they could, they could make the, you know, some comments on it, maybe comment on social media or something like that. So to put it in perspective, when we decided to actually, when you actually took the effort to go and meet with people, I think it was what, maybe like three weeks or 30 days and you were able to bring in $300,000 in business. Like, like that's pretty good. That's really good. And you need to like, like what you like, I don't know what it is, but like to turn it on, you talk about scaling and you talk about growing. Like I have so much going on on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. I can only do so much. And to get to that next level, I'm I'm waiting for you to turn that on. That's what's going to take it to the next level. Yeah. If you can do that in three weeks, imagine what you could do in three months. I appreciate that. And um, I think I'm going to have to save this for a solo episode, but we've talked about this like when I'm like on mm-hmm. and I, f- it's like not to compare, but to compare like once Captain Marvel like figured out who she was, mm-hmm. like I'm in that st- in between. I've been Captain Marvel before. I'm now just the girl. But I'm, like, on the verge of actually having the fire hands and flying and doing all the mm-hmm. stuff. And you know that. Yeah. You've seen me in both both ways. Um, and this is, like, a part that I think um, is important to, to just point out right now for, for our listeners here on the show is, like, having that support, even if we don't work together, but, like, it's... It's literally everything. It's literally everything. Yeah. And, it, you know, I don't know. It's just everything. <laughs> so one thing that I, I wanted to make sure that we hit on with the show um, Man, is... We're it, just kind of going off on... Uh, it's great. <laughs> the, hey, if the, this show is either going to make or break, and it's okay because it's my podcast. I don't really want to do this, but it's actually kind of fun, like just goes he is not mr social media um nor podcast this is his first time um i don't think you listen to too many podcasts i've listened to a few yeah i'll send him some (laughs) um you made me lose my train of thought (laughs) i want to talk about um date night it's all this hotness over here it yes it's you're too hot to handle (laughs) um i want to talk about date night though yeah because 
if you remember, you had hesitation on this a while ago. I think we were just in a different point mm-hmm. in our marriage at that at that time. We had different stresses. We had different things going on. And I just wanted to be with you. Mm-hmm. I just wanted, like, time with you. But once we got started, it's just, like, it's on our schedule. It's on our calendar. Yeah. Period. Yeah. How has, like, date, date night, our day date... You know, so just everyone listening in, if you follow my social media, like I shared it today, like I see people and they're like, oh, it's Wednesday, it's date night. And I'm like, it is date night. (laughs) So this is our date. We're recording this on a Wednesday. This is our date um, for this week. So we have our Wednesday night date Mm -hmm. night, and then we do a Friday lunch day date. So when the kids are in school or now in camp, um, we don't have to worry about childcare. We are able, you know, we're very fortunate that we're able to be able to, you know, go have lunch and mm-hmm. enjoy each other. Yeah. What has like date night and lunch date like meant for you? Like what do you, we haven't even, I, I don't know, ever I, asked you. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to it every week. I mean, I definitely, it's, not, it's a highlight of my week for, you know, great and getting to do it for two days is awesome. Uh, night and a day. Um, and they're different too, which is kind of cool mm-hmm. between the day and the night. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's because we talk about so many different things. Like, I think of it as more of like, um, it's a nice break in the middle of a week because everything's so busy to catch up on stuff, not only whether it's business or it's personal or what do you have going on? What can I help you with? And, but then we also get time to just be together, be with each other. And we don't have to talk about anything specific. We could just talk about vacation. What do we want to go? Where do you want to do? Like, Mm -hmm. where do you see this going? And so it's, um, it's definitely, I really enjoy it. Uh, it's something I'm really looking forward to. Yeah. It's like my favorite days of the week, quite honestly. Yeah. Um, and going back to like what our pastor said at our wedding, like one thing that we always did was go and to restaurants and we always sit at the bar. Yeah. Like whenever we get a chance, we sit at the bar versus a table. We become friends with the bartender typically. Mm-hmm. And it's just like we have our our way about it. I mean, one of the bartenders now is working for us. Yeah. So like it, it's just been our thing. And so that's one thing that I, I can, and maybe you you could say different, but like, I think that that has only strengthened our marriage is like having that every week. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, it's, it's, yeah, the night was the night to eat. The night is, I mean, if, if someone for, they have childcare or they have someone or their kids are old enough that they can just stay home. It's mm-hmm. great. Uh, not everyone can do the day. Um, it's sometimes just circumstances are different, but the day, uh, the day date is cool. Cause it's at the end of the week, it's at Friday, you, you know, no, no matter what at that time, we're usually close to picking up the kids from school. So most everybody's already kind of closing up things. And, and the nice thing, one of the things, nice things about being in construction is the the morning starts so early and most people, it kind of ends early. Like yeah. it's not much that is going on on Friday afternoon. So um, we're fortunate to have that ability, but that's, that one's fun. Cause I feel like there is a lot of, it's just different. It's different conversation. Yeah. It's for sure. Conversation. And so. I love to people watch. And so like the Friday afternoon and we go to a, a a bar that's like, um, it's a restaurant bar on a yeah. golf course. And so the people watching is phenomenal yeah. for me. Yeah. Um, so I love that. I don't know whoever's out there, but people watch uh, my other, my fellow people watchers. I could do it all day long. Um, okay. Let's talk about the kids for a minute mm-hmm. because there's some things that you have taught me about the kids. Um, and you've made me be a better, better mom for it. And I, I have gone through, periods of my career, right, where I was traveling like crazy. Mm-hmm. And you definitely took like a forward role with the kids because I was on a plane once or twice a week. Um, and even when the kids were really young, and I feel like we're in this like new stage with them right now, but you were always like, bring them along, bring them along. And we've kind of always done that. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, is that what was that how your dad was? I can't remember. Um, yeah, because I used to go to work with them sometimes. I mean, it would be like Saturday mornings or something like that. We'd go to I'd we'd go to an office building because he had to like he, he was a 
and the, uh, with a mechanical company. So we would be in a high rise building in downtown Chicago and I'd be running around the office or, and he'd be doing his thing. Yeah. And then we'd grab lunch or something. And so, yes, I guess I, that the answer to the question is my dad was like that. Yeah. yeah. Cause I feel like with the kids, um, you know, I'm ultra sensitive to it now. There was just like one point with that last corporate job that I had that I was like, what the hell am I doing Mm -hmm. being away from them for so long? And then I went like extreme the other way, um, where I was like, I won't leave them. I don't want to travel. I'm not going to take any opportunities that are traveling, blah, blah, blah. And now I'm like, okay, like, and you know, I think for the kids to see us doing stuff is like, we just bring them along, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, because yeah. it can be it can be hard. I I know speaking from like a mom's perspective is like it can be really hard and the guilt can be really hard. Like, oh I'm not there or oh we're like I used to have and I know I've talked about this on stories too, is like this I grew up at dinner at six o'clock. Period. Like you better be home even when I was driving. And it was like dinner at six o'clock, everyone's at the table, it is what it is, and like we don't eat dinner till like eight forty five or nine. Yeah. And it's not because of anything other than we just got a lot going on. Yeah, I mean gymnastics. <laughs> Jax is at gymnastics. <laughs> when Jax is at gymnastics, I'm taking Reese to ride. So we're yeah. trying to coordinate those days so we get a couple nights at home. Yeah. But we still end up having dinner late because we're in the office or taking care of the horses or doing oh, something. Yeah. yeah. Um with the kids, like being a present dad. Like, how do you view that? How do you handle that? What What are your thoughts on that? On being a present dad? Yeah. Like, I never, I never saw, again, like, my parents were separated and my dad, you know, those of you guys tuning in right now, I don't talk to my dad anymore. Um, it was just a relationship that was not healthy. And I eliminated it. And it was the best, best thing for us. Um, that happened and like watching you with the kids is like something that it, every time I look, I'm like, it's freaking amazing. So how do you, with everything that is going on, I know you're bu- I know how busy you are mm-hmm. yet. You're still dad. Yeah. Like, like to the again, dads listening in, to the parents listening in, like what advice would you give them? Or I guess I'd, I'd say it's a, you have to be you have to make a conscious decision and a conscious choice that it, I could easily do what I've got to do every day from the time I get home until the time I go to bed in here and still have more to do. Yeah. It's just realizing like, you know, when it's, you know, it's life and it passes you by and time goes fast and sooner or later, later, more, sooner is going to be, they're going to be out of the house. So it's just kind of one of those things that's on my mind that I'm like, Hey, like I, you know, stuff can wait. This can wait. Let's go. I'm going to go play catch with Jax or I'm just going to go sit on the couch with Reese or do something. Cause it's, it's again, like a, yeah, it's important. It's important. If it's important, you'll make it happen. That's bottom line with anything in life. If something's important to you, you'll find a way to make it happen. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Well, one thing that like you've taught me and it was like that whole bring the kids along with us, like bring like as soon as they were born, like we took them out to eat. We took them to places. We taught them how to act. We taught them great manners. Like they've been going everywhere where we had friends that like wouldn't take their kids out because they would scream or do something. And we just like taught our kids right or wrong. We just brought them along. They screw up. We teach them and we move on. Yeah. But I had the coolest conversation, and I haven't told you about this, obviously. It happened this morning. Um, and literally, we came home. Like, this is how crazy this is. Came home, groceries, feed the horses. Now we're recording. Like, this is how fast it is. Is I had the coolest conversation with them this morning because I was talking about our goals for the company, mm-hmm. for our contracting company, and how I actually want to bring them in. Because both kids are super tech-savvy, Right? right? Reese is making videos with the horses all the time. Jax is like bidding, building video games. Like, it's super cool watching them. And I'm like, you guys, we want to bring you along. Jax, or with Reese, you will have a set of plans and do takeoffs. Mm. She's doing math on the plans and like interested in what's going on. 
And I was talking to them about where we want to be this year and where we want to be next year. And I was teaching them about revenue versus profit versus like, you know, expenses and all of the stuff. And then I took the conversation to dreaming big. I was like, so if we keep 20% of here's where our goal is, how much is that? Jax threw it out there. And I said, (laughs) can you imagine the trips that we could go on? And so I wanted them to start like thinking about it all together. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, Jax, I want him to go out and like capture content. I want him to like start learning some of that stuff. Reese can actually make the videos because she's so good, but I want to start including them. And Reese was asking me a ton of questions about it. Oh, really? It was so cool, (laughs) you know? So she definitely jumps in. I would say like back real quick, you brought up a point um, back to spending time with the kids involved, involving them in stuff that you're doing is important because you can still spend time with them. So like having I remember I had Reese do a full set, a full takeoff on the on a framing, (laughs) framing on a job. I don't think they can hear me on the mic. They can. (laughs) That's why I'm leaning forward. (laughs) Um, First podcaster, guys. I hope you go to YouTube and watch this one. Um, he's like, he's like, uh, what's his name? Ricky Bobby. His hands are going every which way. He doesn't know what to do. It's so great. Um, but yeah, so having her like getting her involved in it, it's, you know, it's not that it's just on a paper taking off some numbers and stuff like that, but we're doing it together. Like it's, you know, it's exactly what reminds me of that song by Trace Atkins called Fishing. Oh, so good. You are, they think they're doing one thing, but they're really doing something else. And that's exactly what it is with involving them in, eventually, hopefully I can start involving them in doing some of this paperwork (laughs) and this computer work. Um, That one I think is going to be a little bit more challenging. Jack can start doing billing. (laughs) (laughs) He'll be really good at it. He's so good at math. Um, Okay. Because I I just think um, with the kids, for us... It's raising, like we're raising adults. Mm -hmm. We've always talked about that. So teaching them like thought processes, bringing them along with us. They see us like that's something like if we're arguing, they see us. They also see us talk about it. They'll ask about it. Like we don't try to hide it. Mm -hmm. Life from them. Yes. Yeah. We've never done that. We've never done that. And um, I think that that's something that is just really important to us. It's just yeah. bringing them along. Yeah. Good and bad. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No. Exactly. And as soon as, like for like I told you before, next year Jax doesn't go to summer camp, he's going to be coming to work for the whole summer. So mm-hmm. he's going to be getting dragged along, you know, following me around. <laughs> so. Dragged along. Um, but what's <laughs> cool is, like, they're going to start participating in the business more so that they yeah. can see it, you know, and yeah. then start learning and making financial decisions, which will hopefully set them up better than we were set up um, yeah. as kids, which I think will be really cool. That's the goal. Yeah. Now, um, just because for the sake of this this episode and to keep this conversation moving right along, let's talk about health for a minute. Mm-hmm. Because I think you and I have different takes on it at times. Um, But we've done some pretty incredible things Mm -hmm. in our past. We've both competed in fitness competitions with two kids, with working full-time. Like, for for you, working, I mean, what are your days right now? Long days. Um, Just with, it's so busy right now. It's so good. We're so blessed. Yes. But... I mean, they're 14 to 16 hours, I mean, every day. We're, we're, it's a lot right now. Yeah. Um, Which I don't, don't, anyone listening to this, it's okay for a time period while you're in a process of growing, but it's not something that's sustainable. So if there's anyone like, as far as talking about business goes, when you're at that point that you're working 16 hours a day, it's time to find how you can make it more efficient so you're not spending that much time working. Like, we're, we're just in this phase right now where we're trying to figure that out. You don't have to, like, rationalize it. I I'm not rationalizing. That. I just say, like, I, I'm not a big believer in, like, 
just grinding it out, working a ton of hours, and that's you're not going to be successful just by because you put in 20 hours a day and don't sleep and get up at two in the morning. Like you're just going to ruin your health and die. Well, so. and that's like what we did in our 20s. Yeah, and we're not 20 anymore, and so yeah. But I think it's like important to listen to your body too a little bit because like although I've been doing this now, like it's really kicked off over the last six months where it's been like 14 hours a day every day, including. Even working Saturdays, on Sundays, unfortunately. Sundays, yeah. um, but I don't feel burnt out. I'm not burnt about it. I'm not upset about it. I'm not mad about it. I don't stress about it. Like, it's just something that is good. So I listen to my body. We're talking about health. I haven't been able to make it in the gym. It doesn't help that I tore my Achilles tendon eight weeks ago. <laughs> so that also, you know, I'm, I got to say I'm proud of that, though. I'm still... Still out there working with the money. With a t- I'm not <laughs> he, complaining He, like, had surgery it. and was back to work two days later. Um, you could take that for what it is. I could speak on that on different topics. But no. um, th- the reason I just wanted to bring up health is, I, and I actually am glad that you went to the mental health side of it a little bit because of the burnout potential. Yeah. Because, I mean, even over the last couple weeks, you've heard me say to you, you you're going and going, and I'm like, that can't go for too long. That can't go for too long. And so, like, what I'm seeing in him is I've never seen you so motivated. You're you're killing it. But I'm also, like, worried because I'm, like, I see where you are. And so that's where I keep talking about, like, all right, scale, set up the systems, get it ready to go so that we can pull your hours back and push the team up. Yeah. To be able to, to take over. It's not that you're stepping away. You're just going to be doing not all the things, the mo- most important things. Right. 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 So like being able to scale and seal that because if burnout, I almost think you're more motivated now and that's what's fueling you. But I love hearing that, you know, it's a season and not forever because yeah, no one <laughs> that sounds horrible we're not going to do that forever no um there's too much fun stuff that we want to do this is why we work hard but is i think sometimes is having that other person like i'm watching you and i see it and i'm i'm excited but i'm also like okay i need to make sure from my end that there's food that things that like you would think about or have on your mind or that I would like lean on you to do I'm like let me just take that off his plate because I know that he's got a lot going on um in the field that has helped out I would probably say looking back on everything we've done and all the ideas and all the businesses I've started and and things I've tried to do and extreme visionary guys like holy cow I would probably say the hardest part is not having the support needed to do the business, to start a business. Because starting a business is a lot. It's so much. It's so much time, so much effort, and so much sacrifice, and so much stress and anxiety. But when you've got, when you're trying to do that, and you've got another, you know, your your husband or wife is also trying to further their career or move ahead, and they're traveling two to three days a week, and you're trying to do this on the business side, but then you also got to take care of the kids. And this kind of goes also to like women who want to do, you know, have a career and do the professional thing. Like it goes both ways. Um, is that it's very, very difficult to go separate directions on that. Um, if so, what health has helped out. One of the big things that have helped out ever since last year is that you've taken that a lot of that pressure of doing that stuff off of me. And it's mm-hmm. opened up opportunities to continue to grow it. So I wanted to share that I'm working on my social media presence by focusing on Instagram and LinkedIn. Definitely still learning the LinkedIn game, but it's actually a lot more enjoyable. And I can say it's pretty fun. But I can tell you what I love the most is connecting and learning from other like-minded professionals. So if we aren't connected on either platform, I would love to learn more about you and connect together. Go ahead, shoot me a DM, follow me, tag me. Let's connect. Let's have some fun elevating our health while we are building our wealth. Well, I think that there there was different time periods, right? When I was traveling and trying to climb the corporate ladder and drinking the corporate Kool-Aid and thought it was the most amazing thing in the world, like 
uh, I was going. Yeah. And then you were taking care of the kids. And now last year was the year of focus. Mm-hmm. We got rid of outside businesses. We got rid of outside distractions. And we are literally all in on the construction as well as, you know, the podcast. Like, yeah. th- like these are the two things out that are like financially driven versus like obviously the kids and the horses and that's even scaling down yeah. like all that focus has really driven huge results but i gotta say that like it's my turn now you know and so when i talk about like humble like that's like it's me it's time for me like because i can see the stress and that's important i y'all listening in you know i'm blind in one eye because of mismanaged stress so I'm not only sensitive to it to myself, but to Chris or anyone else I'm around, like I can see it and I can recognize it. And then I'm like, all right, what can I do to help kind of alleviate some stress? Right. So like I have the dinner set for a week, like every week, you don't ever have to think about it. Mm -hmm. Like the kids, certain things in the business that I'm taking off your plate now Mm -hmm. that you don't have to even stuff that you weren't even thinking about. Like, I'm like, let me just take this off and handle it. Mm -hmm. And that's opening up opportunity for you to even excel at a greater level. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, which is also, I mean, that's, that's so good for business, but it's so good for your mental health. Yeah. Because then when we do have date night, you can check out and we can just Mm -hmm. have date night, Mm -hmm. you know? I like, yeah, I like recently just, I like seeing how much I can handle. (laughs) Like, I'm just, I'm a bit like, but I've always believed like you got to, you know, you don't know what you're capable of unless you do it. And so, like I said, I don't want to work 14 to 16 hours for the next five years, but like, I also know, like, you're having fun. I'm having fun. I can take on more, but like now that you're going to take on some more, that means I can take on more. Oh my gosh. Okay. We're going to talk about that (laughs) at a different time. I think we need to do a second podcast. I think we will. But, um, One thing I want to just talk about really quick, um, and actually, um, we're, we're probably going to close with this is I just want to talk about, I want to talk more about business. Like I know you want to talk about business, but this is the business of being healthy. It's both sides of it and, and mental health. But I almost want to go to the physical side a little bit because I'm just going to toot your horn for a minute, because when you look at other GCs out there or other contractors, I, it's it's a little rough. It's a little <laughs> rough. And not to be judgmental, but listen, health is a choice. Yeah. Just like you talked about before, health is a choice. And oh, I, I talk s- about this with business. It's not necessarily the weight, like the number on the scale. It is not about the number on the scale. It's like how you feel putting on your clothes, presenting yourself, showing up. Yeah. Right? And you know, in your role, like everyone who's been on, like I just did a whole styling, you know, I am all about health, physical health, you know, what we eat, nutrition, exercise, all of that. But for you, like you show up on site and doing multi-million dollar projects and it's like, who's this? I mean, he's obviously very handsome. That's <laughs> that's beside the point. But like physically, I know you yeah. haven't been in the gym, but what are some things that you just do to kind of make sure? I mean, first of all, like I don't eat fast food. <laughs> that is a, and I say that because that is like one of the primary diets for most people in my line of work. Um, and it, it's not, it, it's more of a time, I would say it's more of a time thing for them too, because mm-hmm. like they're, everyone even in the, that works in the field is, and I'm sure even some of the other generals out there, they're like, it's so much, so much time in a day. None of them probably think ahead and prep or bring meals, but like, it's like going, 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 I'm hungry. Stop. There's a McDonald's going, going, going. And even the guys that are in the field working in the projects, they're like, they want to start, get in, get done, get done early and go. And so the fastest way, they don't want to take an hour lunch. Someone goes, runs, get fast food and they eat and they go back to work. So it's, but then it becomes a habit. Well, I, I just want to call out real quick, like construction isn't that special. Outside in other professions, it's the same way. Yeah. Okay. Because they're booked, at, we're, we're booked from meeting to meeting to meeting to meeting. And then it's like three o'clock and you're like, I haven't even gone pee today because yeah. I haven't even drank water. So, like, your construction isn't that special. Um, what they might do is eat fast food where, like, 
some other areas or other professions just don't eat. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So. I don't know. I try and just, like, as far as, like, I always try and take food with me. We Like, usually we have leftovers or something like that. And I've always just been a uh, protein person, proteins and fats. I'm not a big carbs person, so. Unless it's chips. <laughs> watch or out. dots. Dots pretzels lately have just been, like, <laughs> unbelievable. They're like kryptonite. <laughs> There's certain things They're that so get good. you. <laughs> but um, I just think that. You know, this is something that I talk about all the time is like having the extra food, um, packing your lunch. It's not that hard. It's just a choice, right? You guys, if I can take food and I, Shelly's going to laugh at me <laughs> about this. It's, I look at most of the time, I look at food as fuel during the work week. The weekends are a different story, but I don't even throw things. I don't even pack things in a, like a lunchbox with a cooler. I will literally take a Ziploc bag. I'll take burger or something from the day we had the night before, throw it in a Ziploc and throw it in the back of the truck. And when I feel like eating about 30 minutes before, I'll put it on the dash of the truck, let it heat up in the Arizona sun and then eat it. And it's warm. That's the microwave. That's a field microwave. So, <laughs> but the thing is like, it's, you know, I didn't stop at McDonald's and get a double quarter pounder and fries. Um, it was food that we had that we already prepped that's healthy. We know what's in it. And so just moderating it, moderating it from that, that standpoint. And I think it's like you just grab it and go in the morning. It's literally second, like yeah. two minutes and you're out the door. Yeah. But it's like us working together as a team. I always make sure that we make extra yeah. so that you can grab food and go in the morning. And there's been periods in our life where we were massive food prep, you know, and mm -hmm. doing all that crazy stuff we're kind of not there anymore. And so now it's just like, whenever we are cooking, we are, which we are cooking almost every night is we just make extra yeah. so that you and I always have food to go. Yeah. Um, and I think it's just the intentionality and the choice behind it, but we kind of hit on all the topics I wanted to, which was marriage, the kids, and then just health in general. Mm -hmm. Um, we're going to do more. I, I think you had fun. I think you had fun. If you guys are watching on YouTube, I think, um, he had fun. I did. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of want to, I don't know if I want to say any more. <laughs> if I want to save it. Save it for the next one. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much for tuning into this one um, with Chris, right? The infamous Chris. You're going to start seeing him more on social media. I'll actually tag him in this episode. Make sure that you start following him. He's going to be showing... Um, I know he loves social media. He's rolling his eyes right now, just for those of you listening in. Guess who's taking over his social media? But I just, um, just thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, I hope that you kind of got little bits and pieces. This is who we are. Um, and we want to help other couples live awesome lives through marriage, through health, through business, through the kids, through just everything. And so the more that we can share, um, we hope that it inspires you. Um, and so the only ask we could ever have is for you to share this episode with someone else. And even if it's just for a laugh, I mean, there was some, I might've shed a tear. We might've laughed. There might've been a little bit of everything. So just thank you again for tuning in and, um, we will see you next time on episode 50. I couldn't believe it is coming. 